Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. Jump inside this podcast and I'm going to teach you how to read your own blood work so you can find the answers to your health concerns. Yes, those normal labs that your doctor keeps saying, oh, they look great. We'll see you again in six months. They really have answers in them if you know how to read it correctly. So come join me along this journey, leave a review and share with your friends. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. I have a very, I mean, I always bring you special guests, but this one is very, very special because I know a lot of you practitioners out there are always looking at other certifications and and ways to improve your knowledge base. Well, I have the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition on with me, Reed Davis. Reed, welcome on. Thanks so much, Dr. Kylie. It's great to be here with you. And yeah, I, guess, I know we were chatting earlier, but I'm like, wait, let's just hit record so we can get all this. Walk me through your background and how you even created FDN. Well, it's all thanks to chiropractic, believe it or not. But I was in environmental law. So before I went to University of San Diego and I was out there in the world. Are you a lawyer the, by trade? No, I'm a paralegal. But I, um, I, uh, I was saving the planet, air, birds, water, trees, bees. I love being outdoors. I ride motorcycles and, and I garden and I landscape. And I just, I love my, my backyard. You know, I have some acres. And, and of course, then I have few hundred square miles of Southern California to enjoy. And uh, so I'm out there saving the planet. And um, I started thinking about people. Well, what about people? And what about me? Like, is this what's killing all the animals and thing? I'm fine. Is that going to affect me? And so I thought, yeah. And, and I went to work in a I switched gears. So I went to work for my son's chiropractor. And she was an amazing doctor, uh, did some wellness, mostly wellness and, and chiropractic. And he was, and I started to started talking with her about my vision for wellness and for uh, saving people, not just the planet. And she was all on board and ended up working there for 10 years. And I got my uh, nutrition. She was getting her diplomat in nutrition, said I could go along. She said, hey, as long as you do my homework for me, you'll get a certificate. And <laughs> just kidding. But, you know, we were having a riot helping people instead of – she said if I went to all of these classes with her for her diplomat, I would become a CNT, nutritional therapist, and um, and I could work on her patients between my lessons. And I thought, what an opportunity, you know. So I ended up running the place. I was I was the health director within just a a, a couple of months and uh, working with her patients. And that's when I really fell in love, Kylie, with with face to face and all these people coming in who were just desperately searching for wellness, not just for a neck or back, but but they had you name it. Fibromyalgia was big back then. Kids all had ADD and just just the stuff. So so my claim to fame. It wasn't the nutrition training or the personal fitness training or that I did myofascial therapy. I mean, I really, really took this to heart, but but it was running labs. And I just went wild. I ran thousands of labs with thousands of people over that 10-year period. And I had good mentors, but I also learned a lot. I uh, First of all, I had a lot to learn, obviously, but I didn't have anything to unlearn. Uh, you know, like with modern medicine, I was, I didn't know. I anything. had a lot to unlearn in my life. <laughs> so I was taught yeah. the food pyramid and 
the food plate and how the dairy is all full of calcium. I mean, there's a lot I had to unlearn. Yeah, so I I feel you, and and that's what I notice about a lot of physicians is they they just know too much to get some more stuff in there. But no, I had read a book when I was nineteen called Healing Ourselves by Naburo Muramoto. He's a Japanese uh, acupuncturist. It was all in English, of course. Um, so Healing Ourselves. I read that I was nineteen. Well, here I am in my late forties, and um, or mid forties at least, and and starting a new career in in wellness and uh i always thought back to that like we're responsible so i couldn't help i'm trying to give you the quick introduction here so i'm out riding my motorcycle and i'm i'm uh just thinking about the people back at the office and i thought you know this is a ripoff i'd never really been to the doctor other than chiropractic and dental and for a few boo-boos from sports but never really for anything else and and I couldn't believe these people were getting, I just thought, rip off, rip off. What, what do you mean you've been to eight practitioners and you're not better yet? Well, what'd you spend your money? You know, and anyway, you know the story. Uh-huh. So so uh, I said, I'm going to be the last person they need to see. That and was that Michael was so. I was a practitioner. It was to be the mm-hmm. last person that people told the same story to because I wanted to change it. Yeah, I mean, I, I call that the cycle of trial and error. You know, they've been to, doctors have been told nothing's wrong with you. or or here's your pill for whatever, some diagnosis, and they're still not better. And they go to the next one and the next one. So anyway, my claim to fame is running thousands of labs with thousands of people. I didn't, again, I didn't know what I was doing, but I kept sort of having miracles, like a, run a test and all of a sudden this lady's skin condition went away or migraines went away or kids with ADD. I had a principal of a school once track me down and say, would you put Billy on? Because his behavior had changed. So I said, what I put him on was a better bedtime schedule, a better diet, took him off all the crap. And, and you know, he just wanted the pills if there was pills. So anyway, so I had miracle after miracle, if you could call him that, you know. It's just, yeah. the body, it's just the body healing itself when you get. You gave it the you, tools. So these labs. So finally in. Uh, you know, after almost 10 years, everyone said, Reed, you know, you're helping a lot of people, but you could help a lot more if you would teach other practitioners. So I started this sort of, I just called it deputizing. I didn't even, didn't even have a name for what I did. I was just a nutritionist, personal trainer, myofascial therapist working in a chiropractic office who specialized in lab work. And, I, you know, no one ever asked me, you know, um, you're not a doctor. How come you can run all this lab work? I just did it. And then um, finally, this lab uh, director calls me up and goes, who the hell are you? Like, how do you run so many labs? How many doctors are working there? I said, well, I'm the only one running your labs. He said, you do as much as our next five busiest doctors combined. Wow. And I didn't know I couldn't do it. I just thought, well, that's cool. You know, I, but labs, are you just like running a regular lab? Because I'm a lab nut too. I love labs. Yeah. The CBC, metabolic panel, thyroid panel, lipid panel, like the like normal things? Well, it was saliva, urine, blood, stool. It was looking for okay. everything, causal factor. And you'll, I think you'll like this, Kylie, because, you know, again, when you're not a medical doctor, you can't diagnose and treat and anything specifically. And what I found out is, there wasn't a single patient that wanted another diagnosis. They wanted to know what's wrong. 
So remember, this is years, thousands of labs, lots of observations that I made on my own. Good memory, but and I identified this kind of constellation of what I call healing opportunities. And I'm also organized and I like to teach and, and you have to come up with systems. In order, if you're going to teach anyone anything, you better be a system. And so this H-I-D-D-E-N occurred to me. I, I was testing the hormones, obviously, the, you know, the saliva testing. We did the immune system, which you can see on a saliva test, secretory IgA, hormone immune, digestion, detoxification, liver function, energy production, and then the nervous system balance, which if you learn nothing else from chiropractic, you learn about the autonomic nervous system. So it, it spelled for me H-I-D-D-E-N eventually. So that became my investigation, investigative pattern. You could throw in oxidative stress and some other things, but hormone immune digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous whoa, system. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hormone? H hidden, hidden, hidden. I got hidden written down. Hormone immune digestion. digestion detoxification energy production and nervous system h-i-d-d-e-n and so now again there's some other things you could throw in there but that was a cool pattern that just yeah, like again that. occurred to me and the labs are easy to do most of them are at home testing as you know uh the blood work we do is finger stick except for one blower. So finger stick blood work, saliva testing, urine testing, stool testing, easy to do. Was sending people home with kits. When I was out lecturing, I would have kits in my trunk and look like a drug dealer out in the parking lot of the library and stuff like that. Handed out our test kits. <laughs> It was so funny. I love it. Now we it, now everyone drop ships. So back then uh -huh. you had to stock them and, and, you know, carry them around with you and stuff. But um, anyway, thousands of labs, thousands of people, and that pattern of investigation occurred to me, no matter what their chronic downward spiraling stress-related condition was. Again, I wasn't looking for a diagnosis or disease. I couldn't and found out didn't want to. Um, but then the other thing I noticed, so I, I, so I had this way of investigating, but at the same time was was realizing that I had to put the power back in the hands of the people. It wasn't you need to come and see me. It's what you did between visits. Soon as a nutritionist, personal trainer, and so um, again, I was working with a chiropractor with myofascial and uh, you know adjusting, obviously, and other modalities and things. But I kept telling people, it's what you do at home. Coming in the office is great. It's what you do at home. And I came up with this uh, lifestyle pattern. Holistic. It's it's a holistic. Uh, epigenetic program is called D-R-E-S-S, -S. obviously spells dress, dress for health success. That's diet and rest, not just sleep, but rest. Then exercise, of course, and the two S's are stress reduction and supplementation. And, you know, so diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, supplements. And I went from that being a one sheet piece of paper, I would just go diet, you know, eat according to your metabolic type, rest, go to bed early, get up early, you know, get a good night. Just just simple, simple one sheet to now it's basically a book and it's a whole um, huge segment of the certification course that I teach. So it's all the labs, H-I-D-D-E-N, investigation. And then people are freaking out, as you know, when you, you've done this many times, I know people go, wow, I can't believe you 
figured it out. Like, how come no one else works like this? And, and you know, like, gee, I went to my doctor. He said nothing's wrong with <laughs> It's all in your head. Take a chill pill or something. Take an antidepressant medication. Here's some more thyroid, levothyroxine. Yeah. So so I have to tell you, since you mentioned it, so we had this lady coming in. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing a lot of it at first. You know? <laughs> and and uh, and so she she's um, looking really down. She's in for about her eighth chiropractic visit. Uh, she'd hurt herself in the gym. And um, I have to write that personal trainer and thank them for all the customers they sent us. There, there was this... <laughs> I was hurting people. That good, huh? <laughs> yeah, this she was a great personal trainer. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, we get this this lady in for her neck, and I get you know I'm walking him back all the time to the to for a little trigger point therapy and a heat pack, and um and then Doc would come in and and give him their adjustments, and I could tell she was sad. I said, Hey, what's going on? And she's oh, it's this weight. I'm forty pounds overweight, and it's really frustrating me. Person, I'm the you know I'm like oh well what are, what are we gonna do about that let's get started she's no there's nothing I could do she's mad she says nothing I could do I'm on this medication for the hives and there's nothing I could do about it I, I've had the hives for two years I've been on this medication for two years and before I can say the next thing she goes and you know Reed I was at the doctor the other day and he told and I told him how frustrating it was with the forty pounds and and he said lady you could have your choice you you could be fat or you can have the hives take your pick. And then when she said, well, that's depressing, he said, I'll be happy to write your prescription for it. Oh, my gosh. So so when I said to her, I said, you know, did you ever try to find out why you get the hives? And her head was down. She snapped her head. I thought she wouldn't need her adjustment that day. Her head snapped. I hear this. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I go, yeah, we could maybe maybe find out why you get the hives. And deal with it at that level. So just you know, you know how it goes. You got hundreds of stories like that where you just look at for data. I call it gathering intelligence. Let's gather some intel, and then we'll get you on. We'll, we'll still use the principles of healing, the, the time-honored general principles of healing, but we got to figure out what you need to quit eating, or add to your diet, you know, whatever it is, environment and things like that. So that's just one story. Since you mentioned the antidepressants, I had to tell that story. And uh, yeah, so people go and they're not getting the right testing um, because doctors want to diagnose and treat something specific. Reductionism doesn't work. So we've been outperforming that reductionism for 20 years by looking at the whole constellation of healing opportunities and applying the general principles of health building found in our dress program. And now uh, since 2008, I've been, I've been teaching. That's my background. Not a, isn't it the best? <laughs> like My mom's a, a school teacher and she's always like, you're going to be teaching. I'm like, no, I'm not. I No, I want nothing to do with school teaching. But hey, I teach. That's what we do now. We just teach other things to practitioners, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, Weston Price, you know, his dying words, he's famous. Uh, I'm sure all the professional people know Weston Price, the, the famous nutritionist and researcher. He actually was a dentist, but he, he on his deathbed, they said, what's your secret? To, he goes, teach, you teach, you teach. And I think I'm going to end up the same way. I just keep teaching. You know, I, I can't imagine retiring or anything. Uh, just work is so joyful. When you turn lives around like that lady that I'm talking about, or another lady came in and she was getting chiropractic and 
And she said on the way out one day, Reed, do you think you could help my son? I said, I don't know. What's why? What's going on? She goes, they're telling me that either I put him on Redlin or or he's going to get kicked out of school. And this is 20 years ago when Redlin was the was the thing. I said, well, do you think he has a Redlin deficiency? And I thought that was funny, but she didn't. You know, like, like she's like, no, this is serious. You know, I'm trying to help. My, I, you know, the, the, I don't want to put him on drugs. I said, I don't know if I can help or not. I, but I asked her. Is this does the school have a nurse or a doctor and and diagnose your? No, this is just teachers telling her and a principal telling her to put the kid on uh, drugs or that he's going to get kicked out. I said I don't know if I got or not. Ransom left. Found out he's sensitive. He's not going to bed on time. There's a bunch bunch of things changed his life around. And within three weeks, the principal of the school tracked me down and said, "Would you put Billy on?" You know, like just like as if it was some drug. No, yeah, we like some pill that magically fixed it all. Yeah, I started telling you that before we hit the record button, but it, and it's just one of those moments where you feel so freaking good. You know, just talk that's about where, emotionally rewarding. You know, right? And and that's where we get into this idea of burnout. People will say, "I just I'm so burnt out," and I've had a flip of mindset where. People will say to me, if you keep going at this pace, you're going to get burnt out. And I'm like, I could go at this pace for years. I love it. I love yeah. what I'm doing. And so if we can take that that background of, you just said, you're not, retirement doesn't seem any fun, any fun to you. What are you going to do in retirement? You're just going to keep yeah. doing what you do because you love it. There's no sign of burnout. There's just, I love what I do. I love the lives I'm changing. And now you get to change so many more of them because you're on the education side. Now you're training people like me and other health coaches and practitioners. Hey, you've got this hidden philosophy that as you pull out the blood work, I call them puzzle pieces. The more puzzle pieces that you get in the labs, the better. I always tell people if you're missing puzzle pieces, you're going to, you can't put your whole puzzle together. So you might as well get as many puzzle pieces as your doctor will allow and even tell them what to take if, yeah. if the case need be. So you got hidden, you got dress. We're going to change the diet, change change their sleeping patterns, change their exercise, change their stress reduction, and supplement with things that they need. And it's like, yeah, that's something just, that we can all take and then go educate our patients about. Exactly. Another thing that I thought about a lot uh, early on was, uh, uh, besides that these people were wasting their money or getting ripped off, that, that bothered me a lot. Um, but but that they were putting their health in someone else's hands bothered me a lot too. You know, I'm out riding my motorcycle. I have freedom and I've kind of lived my life that way, you know, and the wind's blowing through where my hair is supposed to be, you know, and I'm thinking how great it is to be free. And, um, you know, I had another career where I did very well for myself. So I'm not saying I didn't have to work, but I was, I was doing well. And when I changed the careers to, to working with people and, um, and I thought, man, why are they putting their health in someone else's hands? They're going from practitioner to practitioner to practitioner. They're not learning anything except for what doesn't work, you know, which is reductionism. You know, like take another one, pill and to change that dosage. One, yeah, one problem, one part, one fix. And you, I think you might you'll get this too. You know, even functional medicine today, because it's being practiced mostly by licensed 
medical doctors, osteopaths and what have you, um, they're still bound by the diagnosis and treatment paradigm. That's their standard of care. They they can't bill. They can't do anything with a, a DX code and a TX code. And it's so limiting. And you find them really, even though they're trying to work on a functional level, they're still passing their patients around because they're trained in endocrinology. And the lady has GI problems. Oh, you got to go to the gastroenterologist. Also, that's how insurance works. You know, so so there's really some serious problems still going on. But the independent practitioners, a lot of chiropractors trained in functional medicine, all of the practitioners I teach, we call them allied practitioners. They're people with some college, college degree. They've got a certificate or two in something useful, whether it's nutrition or personal training or uh, fitness. Obviously, chiropractors and acupuncturists fit big into that this category where you just need the training. And then you can be the go-to community leader that is thriving on a referral-based waiting list kind of a, a practice. Um, one of my graduates I heard just yesterday has 70 people on her waiting list. Just can't see enough of them. Now, she needs to just hire some more of my graduates. But she but, needs yeah. to create some group programs so she can all set, see all 70 people at one time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, we, we <laughs> do a lot of teaching on the, on the back end. Our, we have a thriving alumni from the course, and um, they're all helping each other with Pearson. But we have, we have a lot of benefits, uh, continuous education, including the business training. That's something you didn't get in chiropractic school. No. Um, you know, that's, you come out. That's not my mission. Debt. Yep. My mission is to do the business side because I so, see so many genius practitioners who are so smart. They know how to get people better. They're doing everything right, and yet they just struggle to drink, to bring in a patient. I'm with and, you. You know, and it, they're still making like forty dollars per adjustment, and I'm like, no, screw that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to adjust when they need adjusting. But what what else? Uh, yeah, they obviously that's how we developed FDN was yeah. working in a chiropractic office where the people were game. Just tell me tell me what's wrong with me and tell me what to do to fix it and I'll do it. And they pay cash. Yeah. And so yeah, There's six week programs and ten week programs and have everything included that they need to heal, not just a piece of things here and there. So yeah, so cool. Tell me more about FDN and how they can mm -hmm. learn more about it. Well, it's. Uh, a name that I came up with when I had to. I didn't. I was just a nutritionist, again, and working in a chiropractic office. A really good CA, you know, um, the kind everyone wants in their office. And uh, I brought in a lot of business, and I helped people get well. I kept them compliant to their their chiropractic schedules as well. I used to sell 40, 50 adjustment packages left and right, and along with what I did for them, which was the the DRESS program. And running the labs and the whole thing. So um, when I decided to have my first class, I had to have a name for it. What you know, and it just occurred to me that because I saw um, we were an alternative, we were straight up alternative. That became complementary. That became integrative. And finally, around the time I started teaching, functional medicine was in its um, infancy. I'd say so. I said I'll call it functional something in and in diagnostic in nature even though i say i don't do diagnosing it's no medical diagnosis like my motorcycle if it breaks down i take it in they diagnose it so it's that kind of a thing they they so it's functional diagnostic in nature 
And then nutrition, because I was a nutritionist and I, it's not medicine per se, it could be lifestyle medicine now, but anyway, functional diagnostic nutrition referred to, we're in 50 countries, it's referred to as FDN. And so um, that's, it, it's a, what I learned in those 10 years, a lot of what I learned since, I teach in about 10 months. And I've had so many masters and PhD people say, hey, you could have saved me a lot of money, a lot of time, because it's so practical. There, It's the only kind of, the only course of its kind, because it's based in 10 years of face-to-face -face with Mr. Smith and Mrs. Jones, who were suffering, and looking them in the eye, and running the right labs, and figuring what that pattern looks like, and then teaching them what to do, empowering them. So there, it's not something I learned from a lab or, you know, uh, for, in a weekend seminars or things. It's what I did in the, in the office, like grinding it out for 10 years. So, so I teach, I teach that and um, it's people fall in love with it. So now guess what? Even after my first class, uh, I said, okay, go forth, multiply, do, do what I just taught you. And they're like, no, 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 no. I mean, they wouldn't go away. <laughs> from the first class of 20 people now we've taught over 4000 but so we have a very strong alumni called the association of fdn professionals and it's it's a tremendous group supportive now of course we've got some accreditations and things like that nothing stuff i never really cared about but you kind of have to go that way and but we teach people how to figure out what's wrong and fix it or get the person to fix it so it's very holistic in what you look for you're basically uncovering uh, obstacles to healing this is what i was taught the chiropractic was on the first day you uncover obstacles to healing if it's pressure on nerves and misalignments of the spine you got to fix it but then what about everything else that, that's how it developed so we remove interferences to healing which could even be in the mind and emotions of the person let alone everything else they're doing with their life yeah yeah how do you like that part of the puzzle that's that was brand new to me when i got into the world of functional medicine i just thought i was gonna have to take people off all this junk food and then i realized wait most of the people have already started the elimination diet and they're eating nothing but rice and chicken and i gotta get food back in to their bodies yeah. then it was like wait a second i can only supplement and treat physical symptoms so much what goes on in their mind and the experiences that they've ex the, the life changes and whether you want to call them big t or little t traumas affecting their health that where they are now like it has to be multifaceted if they're truly going to heal and so many people just think oh i just need physical supplementation and physical treatments and ozone therapy and this iv and that supplement and it's like that's only one piece of the puzzle. If you really want to truly heal and heal for decades, you got to get dig deep and you got to uncover some things that probably aren't comfortable uncovering and healing from them. Yeah, uncovering obstacles to healing and then creatively overcoming them. Some of them really take some some creativity, especially around that the topic. Um, I would run labs on a guy. Most of our patients were women. Uh, but fellas want to be smarter and do better, uh, especially as they get older. And um, and they would say, okay, okay, so you figured it out. They ran the labs. Uh, tell me what to take. 
as if it was just going to be something out of a, of, out of a bottle, you know? And um, I said, well, when was this time you, uh, wh- why don't you take, why don't you take your wife out to dinner? What? And go, <laughs> why don't you take a walk around the block, you know, two or three times a week? Why don't you take, you know, either there is take a hike because I can't, I'm not, not just going to sell you supplements. Much as I think they're important, um, there's just, it's just not about what you take. Well, they're Unless called you, supplements for a reason. They're to supposed yeah. to supplement yes. a healthy diet and lifestyle. Not replace. Yeah. They're not called replacements. You're so right. And and on supplements, uh, uh, I use the four S's of supplements. So there's it's substitution for what's not in food anymore. Because okay. I grew up in Canada. Both my grandfathers grew their own food. My brother and I had to shovel manure and work it into the into the compost pile and stuff. You know, we ate really good, nutritious food, but you can't buy that stuff anywhere. So you you substitute what's missing in food. Then you also can use them to support certain organs or systems. You can support digestion. You can support the adrenals or the thyroid. You can also stimulate, like with, that's another S, the immune system, for instance. If you're going on a trip, you want to you want to stimulate that, um, and then lastly, the fourth S is self treatment, because you know I me, mean, I don't treat anything, but I can teach someone what the issues are, uh, what the healing opportunities are, and then uh, they can make their choice if they want to go to a physician for a treatment. You know, if you have got parasites or bacteria or fungal overgrowth, or you could self treat. So substitution for what's missing in food, uh, stimulation, and um, support of certain organs and systems, and then, of course, uh, self-treatment, the four S's of supplementation. But you, you're so right. It's You still have to eat. <laughs> yep. Got to eat. Got to eat. eat. You got to exercise. You got to sleep. You got to do the stress reduction thing. I eat. recently got um, eyelash extensions, like in the last six months. Nice. And I've been wanting them for a while, but it was that idea of uh, I don't have two hours every two weeks to go lay on a table and close my eyes. People can do this. And then I was like, wait a second, that's going to force me to lay on a table, to close my eyes, and to do nothing. Yeah. And for me, that's my de stressing time. So it's a time where I look forward to it's not like this burden where I have to fit it in and, and pay for it now. It's like, wait a second, I'm. I'm actually forcing, making time out of my normal routine to do nothing. That's your self-care time. And I totally respect it a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, um, I don't know what to say about it. They always, they look good and everything like that. (laughs) So my, my point is, our point is force time into your schedule, whether it be five minutes, like during my work day. I'll have, I'll do my hour and a half long and then I'm going to go walk outside for 10 minutes. And just those extra breaks during the, not only are you going to be more productive, but the time away from the screen, the, the relaxation time, the switching the headset, that mindset into something else is very healthy too. Yeah, agreed completely. Behind the screen, it's covering up my, my office slash junk room. Um, but I have a uh, I have a sauna behind the right. screen, and I have right next to it is an elliptical machine. Nice. And right next to that is a day bed, so I can nap. But <laughs> I'm gonna have. I told my husband when I'm done having kids, I might do one more thing 
here in the next little while. But like when I'm done having kids, I'm going to get me a Peloton. And that Peloton yeah. is going to be the thing that I do. Not only because I, I love uh, spin bikes, but being able to jump on for 20 minutes and doing a hit session with some trainer on, on a Peloton, like sign me up. I'm all for that. So I might be yeah. doing some podcast episodes with my my workout attire on and sweating from but hey, it's it's totally yeah. worth it. My my wife is a big Peloton fan. She have one and then? Oh yeah, yeah. We have a gym out in I have a casita with, with the gym, but but um yeah, she she works out with people around the world. She's from Trinidad and she huh? lived in London for eighteen years. So she's got these friends around the world and they they hook up and and do that it's a wonderful thing so d-r-e-s-s exercise you goes without saying you you can't be healthy if you don't do it yeah and exercise doesn't mean you just go to the gym and lift weights and or go running on the treadmill like there's so many ways to exercise it's just get the body moving and do something that you love so that you actually do it so every day you know i my dad told me early to bed early to rise work like hell and advertise <laughs> and so i've been a pretty good promoter my he taught me how to sell christmas cards when i was 12 you know and i made this money selling christmas cards hey that's but, um, an important skill to have you, you know it was for boy scouts at first and i won the prize that that christmas for selling the most christmas cards because he showed me how did how easy it is to to sell basically but um my point was going to be that i get up early and by one o'clock i've already got in eight hours you know or six or seven depending on what time it, but i start early get my work out of the way so that point being i can get outside and work in my yard i have some acres and i i have a lot of landscaping to do i have my own tractor i have a skid steer and i move big boulders and i get out and i'm constantly lifting heavy rocks and and I'm, we put in all these natural stone stairs and things. So, so pretty. It's, where are you at? I'm in uh, outside of San Diego. I'm up in. Yeah, the I, hills. I thought you said Southern California. So yeah, I'm I'm in the hills east of San Diego, a place called Lakeside. I I live right on a lake. It's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Not Lake Tahoe, a, different lake. It's way south of there, not as big as Lake Tahoe, but but very pretty, fish and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Perfect for your outdoors, outdoor stuff. All yeah. right, guys, if you're listening to this and you're thinking I'm, I'm interested in this FDN training, read where do they go? FDNtraining.com slash beyond the diagnosis in honor of your show, your podcast. So it's FDNtraining.com slash beyond the diagnosis. And what's waiting for them there? Well, there's a number of uh, cool offers you can uh, you can get um start the course for free you can get uh, the course tour um you, you can decide if you are there for um yourself you just want to work on yourself or if you want to uh you know do it as a profession or just if you're already professional get some extra training that you won't find anywhere else the, the it's a very robust course it's not and you said it's practical which is my jam incredibly i'm all practical. about practicality yeah, it's it's what I learned, you know, 10 years of Mrs. Smith and Mr. Jones in the office crying with tears and the labs we ran and the protocols that we sorted out. Again, it took a lot of sorting out to come up with a system that anyone could do. These are mostly at home tests, so uh -huh. they're they're not expensive. Anyone could do them. 
Now we, and by the way, we have a medical director program, so we we offer the labs uh, to any any physician practitioner anywhere in the country uh, can can just use our program to get the labs done on their uh, patients or clients who are in other states and other countries even. So cool. it's it's yeah, very remarkable. You can go there and figure it all out. Okay. Um, FDNtraining.com slash beyond the diagnosis. Thanks, Reed. Hey, very, very good to talk with you, Kylie. I enjoyed the, the shop talk. Ready to have all of your blood work compiled in one location where you can easily read it all together? Well, go grab my book, Why Are My Labs Normal? on Amazon. Grab it, learn how to read your own labs, and take the power back in your hands because your normal blood work is loaded with answers. You just got to have the right person reading it and the right person can be you. Go grab it on Amazon. Why are my labs normal by Dr. Kylie Burton? Leave a review and we'll see you on the next episode.